0: Hey, my little pot leadums. We are back with my season nine sister, Pheromone. We catch up with Farah and how she's been maintaining the heat this summer. We also take a stroll down memory lane and reflect on some of my favorite Pheromone shenanigans. We also find out what Pheromone would wear if Christina Aguilera threw a Labor Day bash. I promise this show is going to have you feeling so good, you will want to start this party weekend early. Enjoy. forever dog with me shay Huley, Are top model fans born or made hey I'm Shay Coule, and welcome to "Wanna Be on Top," a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Esposito. So, Maxwell, what are we getting into today, sis?
1: Well, today we are gonna be catching up with our girl Pheromone. It was so fun to say hey with her. You know, we're just gonna keep, you know, keep up with the Kardashians, but with Pheromone, you know, to see how she's (laughs) getting herself into some trouble this year. Yes,
0: (laughs) always. Uh, Oh my gosh, yes! And I, I look. Monday's episode was so much fun. Like I, first of all. We always talk about it. We love it when we have like a really like good top model fan in the house. And Farah is absolutely that. We were laughing. It was silly. We had a kiki. We got a chance to reminisce about touring on the road, all of that. We met Mikamon. It was fantastic. So I am so excited to welcome back to the show. My sis. Farrah Moon. Hello. Hey Farah. How's good it going? Yes. Hey
2: guys. So excited to be back. This is um so fun. I what a great podcast we have here. This is one of the funnest things i've done all month so
0: you know it's just like really fun to just have some like fun conversations and go down memory lane i think like one thing about this podcast is it's like really nostalgic and um that's always fun you know i've been chasing
2: um, nostalgia like crazy during this pandemic so it was it was a treat
0: yes i mean i think we've all speaking... been
2: chasing nostalgia
1: this year like since the pandemic. you know
0: that's, that's
1: like why this uh, manifested uh,
0: a lot of us (laughs) after being stuck inside and quarantining really needed to focus on our mental health. And I feel like, uh, for a lot of us, like we've learned how to like nurture that inner child. And a lot of times that requires us to, you know, just kind of like go back and revisit things. So, you know, it's fun to feed that, that nostalgia and go back and, you know, nurse that inner child. Um, but it's summertime here right now. I mean, I'm in Chicago where it is humid as hell. Let me just say, like, it's 82 degrees, which normally would be like beautiful. Like that's beautiful LA weather. Yeah, but the the humidity is the uh, is at about 80 percent. So like it's just that, so you're thick. breathing
2: in water. You're like drowning. You
0: know. You know what I'm saying, right? Like. I'm like, it could, it's like almost raining, but it's not. And it's just really hot. It's like walking in a sauna.
1: I mean, 80% humidity is nuts.
0: It's giving very New Orleans. It's giving very Louisiana type. Very Miami. (laughs) Vibes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. How is, how is your summer? How, uh... How are things going in the world of pheromone? I know that you've done like a couple gigs. You've been getting back into uh, traveling and getting back on the road after, you know, a long pandemic, you know, so many of us have taken a really long break from performing live. And um, I have to ask you, how has it been for you?
2: Oh, you know what? Like getting back to work has been so therapeutic for me. Um, I, you know, not being able to work for over a year was extremely, extremely damaging to my mental health. But of course, you know, everything else was damaging to the mental health too. I feel like 2020 truly was like a year from hell. You know, I lost uh-huh. my therapist and then uh-huh. a few weeks later the pandemic happened and we went into lockdown. Um, and then, you know, every single gig I had planned for the whole year got canceled. I went into poverty. Um, yeah, yeah. I was constantly unsure of my future. I, and, and being so depressed, I had lost all, um, you know, motivation and creativity. And like, I was very much on like a creative block in my mind. And um, I think honestly, like as bad as 2020 really was, I think it was actually kind of nice to just put the heels up for a bit, really figure out like what's important in this life, try to try to think of new things to aspire for and new dreams to make realities. You know, I've been so lucky and blessed in my life to have so many of my dreams have come true. And now it's just time to, you know, manifest some new dreams and figure out where I want to go in life.
0: Yes. Yes. No, totally. I feel like it was a, a, a real blessing and a curse, you know, the pandemic, it really made us have to stop and slow down and focus and think and, and recalibrate um a lot and uh i don't know it's it it feels good to kind of like be in this place where you know you can make the choice to like really pivot and go in a direction where you can chase and do exactly what it is that you want to do after um forcibly taking so much time off you know
2: Right. And you know, it's so crazy because during the pandemic, it became this like upbringing of like technological, it was like another technological revolution in a way in terms of like the entertainment industry where, Mm -hmm. you know, I used to be so computer savvy. Like when I was in high school, like I was telling y'all, um, you know, on the podcast the other day, um, that, you know, in eighth grade, I was in a desktop publishing class and I was working with Adobe Photoshop and yeah. now I can Which barely figure out how
0: to <laughs>
2: work my MacBook. Um, <laughs> and So I really, really struggled during the pandemic because I felt like I had spent, you know, 10 years perfecting everything that I do inside of a nightclub to where like all the technology has advanced past my knowledge of it. And I feel very like illiterate when it comes to trying to work technology. So I, 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 you didn't see me doing any online drag shows. I couldn't figure out how to do it. Can't figure (laughs) out how to use my camera. I felt very helpless and it was a very scary time because I felt like everything was just going to surpass me and I was going to be left in the dust. And that just contributed worse, like more to me feeling worse. (laughs) So I mean,
0: I could like, it's, it's crazy because I could totally, I could totally, uh, I feel you on that level of like the, with the pandemic and having to uh try and do all these different kind of like technological shows. And as somebody who spent, you know, so much time like you working in clubs and then like, even before that, just kind of like focusing on like art that was all tactile and like working with my hands and like making stuff. Like, I mean, I'm the same when it comes to technology. I'm not good at it. Like, thank God I have Dan who is so... Amazing with technology because like I truly am not that kind of girl, and uh, yeah, I think I made like maybe a total of like two virtual performances because that was all the um the capacity that I had to do, as well as the like willingness to like rearrange my Chicago apartment to like build sets. Like kudos to everybody who like did it. I was like out totally. there like watching and supporting. But I was just so like, I was I was just so busy being like, what the hell's gonna happen? <laughs> you know? Right. It I mean, works. those things <laughs> are just, like
1: people go to school to be music video directors, so I mean that is yeah. not an easy feat to just pick up, even if you do have a lot of spare time. So yeah. I would. Right. Beat yourself up about it, Miss mm-hmm. Pheromone. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I still haven't out just, TikTok
1: you. either. It, so I mean, I be, oh God. <laughs> I mean, listen, I won't admit that
0: here.
2: Video.
0: Yeah, I'm great at TikTok. If anyone's asking.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know what was even harder about this little technological revolution is that, like, yes, you were so lucky to have Dan, but like, and, you know, technically I'd, I could have had Chris help me, but he was so busy with his nine to five. He really couldn't have, like, he kept saying he would, but he just did not have time yeah. um, for the, the amount that I needed. But like, even just trying to get like a friend from LA, it was like so hard because LA was hit so hard from the pandemic that like hardly anyone I know was even like, working with each other or hanging out Mm -hmm. like we were really in like a real real lockdown here like I there I don't know if I would have even been comfortable someone coming over here and helping me with all that stuff or helping me film something just because you know um as someone with asthma and that's had some other health problems in the past like I had you know every reason to be like really careful and scared of catching this virus not only because of the possibility of potentially dying, but, like, even scarier is, like, you know, the lifelong effects from it. So, um, yeah, it's been... A, it, it was it was a year, but, you know, the healing... A lot of healing happened. I'm yeah. definitely feeling my creative juices coming back slowly yes. but surely. I'm not fully back yet, but y'all just wait. She took some time off, but it's game time, bitches.
0: You know, every day is a brand new day, you know? And people uh, reinvent themselves
1: all the time.
0: Hell yeah. And speaking of brand new days, you have a birthday coming up next week.
2: Oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh. My good old pheromone. I can't believe it. She's
2: turning 28 years old. Ah. Another step closer to 30. Yeah, another step
0: closer. She'll be out of the 27 club, which is like so cute. So excited
2: um, to have survived 27 because it really is <laughs> true what they say. 27 is such a hard year. Yeah. Um, 26 and 27, you know, we go through so much like growth so quickly uh-huh. that you just end up in such an existential state at that age. Um, and you know, I was actually watching a TikTok about it, like how there's, you know, actually been studies that that say that, you know, like. When you're 25, your brain sort of hits this sort of like emotional maturity where you're like, how did I get here in life? And you're with all these traumas that you've been through in your life and trying to unpack them and figure out how to heal from them. Um, And they don't really start affecting you until after that point, because when you're young, it's really easy to throw things in that little trauma box in the back of your brain and lock yeah. it up. But, you know, at a certain age, that trauma box gets full and explodes everywhere. <laughs> you have a huge mess. It's like it's like spilling spaghetti on the floor. Oh, <laughs> what
0: a great visual. Ooh, because sp- spaghetti is, is not fun is to mess. clean up. <laughs> that and that is, is so mess. hard to clean up. <laughs> and you know what? And that, that I feel like that is the tea when it comes to, like, unpacking and healing trauma is not easy. It takes time and you have to, like, really dedicate to it. Um, we are going to take a quick break and when we come back, we are going to take a trip down memory lane with Pharaoh. We'll be right back. Okay, hey, y'all. We are still chilling with my gal pal, Farrah. So now, we all know that Farrah and I first met. Um, well, we didn't first first meet at Drag Race, but we, that's where we truly fell in love. Um, and we had a... <laughs> We've had so much fun since then, of course, but, um, this last year has like really hindered me from seeing my girl as much as I would like to. So I thought it'd be fun to share some stories of our favorite times together. Okay. So yes. Okay. What is your favorite memory of a night out together?
2: Oh my God. There's so many, <laughs> but I think there's three of them that stick out to me. The most.
0: Uh-huh. One of them Not was three. in
2: Arizona when oh I like, God. I had said so badly it was after Arizona, was on one of our tours and it might've been the season nine tour. I'm, I'm losing memories of like the actual tours that this was on. Maybe you can help fill us in, but um I didn't really want to go out cause I was like feeling kind of down or whatever. And we ended up going to Charlie's I believe. So it was this, Was this in Phoenix? And we ended up just doing, like, so many shots of Patron. Um, And it ended up being, like, the funnest, messiest, like, night. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, I just remembered the bartender that night was so cute. His little cowboy hat. He was (laughs) so cute. Um, Oh. So
2: that was a good memory. And then there was one night. Were we in Milwaukee? the night that we got really drunk and then made out with each other in minneapolis front of-
0: minneapolis. minneapolis oh my god M-board. that is still to this day probably <laughs> top 3 worst hangovers i have ever had in my life uh,
2: Y'all, we were like the drunk girls that were like, oh, my God, let's make out in front of the boys. <laughs> we're so
0: wasted. Oh, my God. you know it to be so funny right now. We, we make out. It. <laughs>
2: well,
0: um, okay, first of all, in our there. defense, in our defense, the drinks um, um, that night were buy one, get one. Like, I don't even know how that. I was is, double like, fisting legal. at one point. You know, because, yeah, you get what you buy one drink and they're going to give you two. And you're just like, um uh, yeah, that was what that was where that was. Oh, my God. Didn't was... we meet up with James James Mansfield
2: that night, too? At some point, I think briefly? we did.
0: I do believe that we did. Um yeah <laughs> and i was just thinking about wait and i was just thinking about when we went out in atlanta and we went to Swinging oh, like, richards this is gonna be my third, one. Be my
2: third one.
1: swinging richards is
0: silly i went there this summer
1: um i'm excited to hear about this strip club fantasy story <laughs>
2: It's, uh, so, it's so okay. I'm just gonna give a little background this was another night that I didn't want to go out but I felt like I was gonna have serious FOMO if I stayed on the tour bus because even like Marie and Peter went out and they said they'd pay for everything so I had nothing to lose but like at this point I only had my skincare on so I looked like a glazed ham, <laughs> um and I was wearing sweatpants and flip-flops and so I never felt more ugly. And then let me also tell you, within ten minutes of getting there, my flip flop broke. So. And just so
1: everybody knows, um, swinging Richard is a full frontal male nude strip club in Atlanta. Um, yeah. So there's yeah. A, yeah, just a lot of <laughs> penis and darkness and rock hard penis yeah
0: (laughs) yeah no dancing
1: just penis no
0: no dancing lots of push-ups though weirdly (laughs) weirdly upside down push-ups my
1: partner started (laughs) showing people the videos of me pole dancing to people at the club when we were there and was like (laughs) does a better (laughs) job than these these guys on the stage you should really see him in our (laughs) living room (laughs) <laughs> i was like baby put that away pulling up my instagram it's,
0: i mean it's true though it is really true you know pole dancing is an art yeah
1: i mean it I, is and it's I hard d- he wasn't wrong but maybe just like not the right time and
0: place but you know but- what they're not there for the pole dancing they really just want to see some big swinging
2: Richards. they're there for a third three hundred dollar private dance for four minutes
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, okay, but if you went into everyone Vi- listening. did you
1: guys go to the VIP room? Because people get massages back there while they order drinks. I was on the not VIP side, and you could see the VIP side from the not VIP side, and there were boys massaging people while they waited to get their drinks.
2: And I was very yes, jealous. Yes, we did go into a private room, and we did. Um, I'll let Shay explain most of the story. I'll give just a little bit of background. Um, I was obviously feeling really, like, um, insecure because I was there without my eyebrows on. My (laughs) flip-flop broke. I felt like such a mess, and I just couldn't get into it. And so Shay decided, as the amazing and loving sister that she was, that she was going to help try and make my night a little better.
0: Yes. And I was just like, (laughs) let me get you... A private dance we've been working so hard on this tour you deserve it you deserve it you've earned it girl like whatever pick out any one of these strippers and i got you i got you So
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: and then so um, no eyebrows no flip i didn't
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have um, glasses or contacts in, and um, well, if you I left thought... your
1: eyebrows at home. Why would you bring your glasses or contacts? <laughs>
2: right. See? So I thought I was in love with this dancer. I thought he was so hot, but I only saw him from like across the room, and so yeah, without was, without he was like twenty feet further, away. Totally, without investigating further, I was like, I want that one. Um, but then like, I, I, I think I had gone to the bathroom or something. I came back out and I, I came face to face with him and I was like, oh God, no, 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 no. Don't want him. Don't want him. Don't want him. Shake. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it.
0: And I was like, I was like, um, girl, like I already paid the money for it. So like now we like low key have to do this. Um, I'm sorry. I was like, I'll go in with you, and we'll be like sisters, and it'll be like fine, it'll be like cool. But he was and definitely was with us. yes, and Brendan. <laughs> oh my god! And so like he was definitely he was so into
2: it.
0: <laughs> he was definitely like this low rent, like poly D, like was very giving, like that like Jersey Shore vibe. Um, Didn't he kind of smell like pee, too? Oh, my God. He absolutely... Oh, my God. Because there is this couch, and we sit on this couch, and I was thinking that he was just going to, like, go and dance for fair. We would just, like, watch, and it'd be, like, this voyeur situation, but he fully was, like, trying to, like, grind up well, no, on do you all remember, of us.
2: Do you remember why? <laughs> because I kept telling him, no, I don't oh, want yeah. to dance. I, I literally I mean, yeah. was so intimidated and nervous and freaked out and scared and, like, also, like, not into it that I was like no I'm good I'm good just like go just do them <laughs> Like I could only imagine that this guy wanted to beat us, beat me up, like because at one point I had to kind of get bitchy and I was like, "No, seriously, stop!" Like, no. So Um, yes,
0: literally, world's most awkward private dance. No, I'm sure there's been many more that there have been that probably been much more awkward, but uh, yeah, no, for yeah, no, that was definitely a fun one.
2: I ended up leaving early.
0: Eyebrowed. Lap dance ever? Yes,
1: like yes, one oh, hundred. Because between
0: because between you and I, there was only one eyebrow um in, <laughs> <laughs> in the room. Oh, oh my god! Oh my. <laughs> so
2: I still to this day, I, I we kept thinking that it would happen sooner rather than later, but I still owe Shay a dance. Um, to repay her awesomely generous uh, little pick me up that she tried to provide, even though I <laughs> messed it
0: all up and made
2: everything super awkward.
0: <laughs> one of these days, one of these. But you I know what? Like you, one thing that that brought it all back full circle is that my um real my realtor actually was like, "Yeah, I used to work at Swinging Richards," so I was like, "Work, bitch, work." Yes. work.
2: And you know what? Maybe I should get into real estate.
0: Look, my realtor is fine too. Like, let me tell you, Um, I know he probably made great money. You should tell him that you're looking to set a pull
1: up in your new place, and maybe he can help you out.
0: Oh my god, totally. (laughs) Maybe you can hit up the
2: the the, show me what's up. The owner of Swingin' Richards for like a wholesale
0: (laughs) Super
2: Bowl.
1: There were no po- There was <laughs> one poll in that place, and you did not want that. That was a big poll. Uh-uh. Not a fun poll. No.
0: But something gives me a feeling he was more of like the bartender type. He just like really would talk anyone's, he's so friendly. Anyway, anyway.
2: Um oh yeah, uh, those are probably my top three. Oh, and then Hawaii.
0: Oh, Hawaii was so much fun.
2: Can I talk about what we did?
0: Oh my god, yeah, totally. Or
2: should we keep it on the low?
0: You know what, we'll talk about that during the break. Um, (laughs) uh...
1: (laughs) Were you guys at Scarlet Honolulu?
0: Uh, oh, of yes. course. Yeah. Love. Mm-hmm. Yes. We we had some fun times at Waikiki Beach. Um, I do remember one of my favorite memories from Hawaii is um when uh homeboy Travis took us to that like other beach that he was like, Yeah, like we're gonna go swimming <laughs> and like farah's like fully beat, like hair done, like flower in little the hair. little flower perfectly placed in the hair. And I was just all so like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, girl, are you really going to this, like, beach, like, all beat?" And she's like, yes, girl. You know if I'm going to go and meet all my aquatic friends, like, I'm going to be so, like, beat for the gods. And I was like, "T T." And so there's oh, you this know moment.
2: some Snapchat <laughs> stories with, with the uh, Moana song playing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And there's this moment where, because there was, like, this real, like, kind of, like, riptide that was, like, happening. And, like, Pharaoh was having this, like, fully, like, Snapchat, like, moment and uh, was, like, kind of, like, looking with her back to towards, like, the water and I'd, like, swam out past this wave and it got so big and I just remember... Are watching Farrah turn around as this gigantic wave just like crashes into her. It just like <laughs> fully just like does a somersault, just, like in the water. It like stands back up, like flower dripping, sunglasses like dangling off of her face. She's <laughs> like, oh, oh that wave. <laughs> locked me up like <laughs> and that was like
2: a tsunami like wave it was so massive and then it and then it, it sucked me back into the water afterwards and it like I had to like <laughs> break free from it. it it felt like it felt like a scene from a movie like after a shipwreck when like the wave just like blows one of the survivors on the beach and they just like <laughs> wake up like oh my god very that vibe
0: oh my gosh okay okay so we are gonna take a quick break um but when we come back we are going to play my favorite game what are you wearing we'll be right back All right, everybody, we're back. Now, Farah here at Wannabe on Top, we like to play this game called What Are You Wearing? How this works is we're going to give you a scenario and you're allowed to pull anything you want from the pages of Vogue magazine to the clearance bin at Goodwill to imaginary pieces you see in your mind. All to create an iconic look for this hypothetical scenario. Are you ready for the challenge?
2: Absolutely. This sounds so fun. Hopefully I've got a little creative juices flowing today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Christina Aguilera is throwing her very iconic and special Labor Day party in the Hollywood Hills. Only the most bold and beautiful are invited. So, naturally, you're on the list. In honor of the 15-year anniversary of its release party, it's themed after Christina's hit album... Back to basics, Farah. What are you wearing? Oh, um,
2: So I probably would um immediately hit up an LA designer, see if we could make like a fun little sailor um moment where like maybe mm-hmm. like a little um shoulder padded uh, uh suit dress. Uh-huh. That I could, you know, tear away into a cute little swimsuit to be by the pool.
0: Ooh. Wait, is this day or night? I mean, it says Labor Day, so I'm assuming it's going to be a day party, yeah, I'm you picturing, know, like, like,
2: like out day and in tonight.
0: Game. Yeah, hmm
2: So, yeah, I would definitely hit up, like, Wigs and Grace to make me a little page boy wig. Um, yes. How could you go to a Back to Basics party and not want to <laughs> be, you know, little vintage doll? Mm-hmm. Um. do a sexy little classy you're not supposed to wear white on labor day or are you supposed to wear white
0: oh totally wear white on labor day they say so, after labor day is when you aren't supposed to wear with white so this is like the last like white party hurrah moment
2: period so i'm thinking like a little classy you know pants suit with a like you know a light jacket pencil skirt that drops right below the knees uh christian louboutin um sandal um i mm-hmm. gonna be
1: heel. one of as if it would be a louboutin because i know you love a red bottom
0: yeah i
2: do and I've, I've i've tried to keep all of mine in good condition during the pandemic and not wear them at all and i tried to put one on the other day and it fucking hurts so unimaginably <laughs> bad so I need, to get, I need to get back into it but um yeah for sure we're gonna do a lube red bottom we have to christina was all about the, yeah. red bottoms in the back to basics era
0: yeah um, absolutely
2: and then of course so have tear it away and have like a really cute like custom one-piece bathing suit with a spray tan body um shimmer a bright red lip um top lashes and little tiny bottom lashes you know the drill cut crease um and as much brighter as i could possibly pack on that ha- on that head of mine
0: yes what do we yes.
2: think i
0: love, I it. love it i love it what are you love gonna wear it.
1: we're back to basics christina aguilera i mean you could choose any look from this era too
0: Yes. Okay. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do because it's Labor Day, it's hot outside, we're by the pool. Um, I'm going to do like a French roll, like up the back, right, with like a victory roll in the front or like a, oh, a French door. twist? Yes, yes. Um, with like a victory roll or like a uh, pompadour in the front with like one of those like very like vintage kind of 40s like red hair nets around it and like pinned so like beautifully, you know? So it like oh. kind of is like one of those little vintage moments because you know, want to keep your hair up because it's hot. <clears throat> 100%. And then I'm going to do some big pearl. Earrings with like gold around the trim, and then I'm going to do like a white semi sheer chiffon caftan jumpsuit, right? That's like deep V, <coughs> cinched at the waist. Um, and then I'll have like a big old, um, you know, I'm just gonna have like a really big like red Birkin. Um, And then inside the Birkin is my one piece bathing suit that I'll like change into. And that one piece is like an asymmetrical shoulder, um, American flag with like the stars at the top and then like the stripes going towards the bottom with like one of those little flowy chiffon moments of like the red and white stripes and then, um, yeah, and then when I'm done, I can let that dry, you know, out in the yard and then put my little caftan back on for the evening with some so red cute. bottoms, obviously. yeah,
2: 100 percent so cute. You know what I was also thinking would be cute, but I'm like, maybe this isn't the right era, but, um, for some reason, your like naughty, naughty look, silhouette is like in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was like that giant boa But like that little one piece moment with that. Uh, what I'm really picturing is the
0: hair Yes That like little blown out Like finger wave Totally
2: mm-hmm. um, Oh uh, gosh I want this party to happen now <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think would else would be there Oh well You know Demi Lovato would be there
0: Yes okay. Um I could see uh, Paris Hilton being there. <clears throat> oh, Paris Sulton for sure. Kylie always to go to
2: Christina's um yeah parties kylie went to christina's halloween party dressed as christina in the dirty look do y'all remember that yes I, that was that so iconic my,
1: that lives in my mind rent free like rent forever. free i remember when that um, happened Shay you and i like talked about that for forever we were just like the way her we makeup, did her the way her makeup made oh. her eyes even look like different yeah like it was she was christina
0: It was everything.
2: She was. It was so good. The wig was so spot on. I've never seen anyone do a dirty wig as good as that one was.
0: And I've I've had
2: like three dirty wigs made and they're never perfect. I'm still trying to get the perfect dirty wig. In fact, I just got blonde hair extensions. My hair's platinum and I got some black hair extensions. And I'm thinking maybe since I couldn't get it on a wig, right? Maybe if I, you know, strategically just do it myself
0: on my real hair, I'll be able to finally have the dirty hair. Yes um i mean yeah the dirty hair is like hard like that's some really the contrast between that platinum platinum blonde and like the black streaks which is like chef's kiss Who
2: i did? had one dirty dirty wig made and um he made a mistake and there's no problem with it like i would have probably accidentally done the same thing but he, instead of like putting in like black like virgin hair black tracks he dyed chunks of it black so the first time it washed it turned all the blonde green no because it bled no um, i know it's still green to this day i'm like maybe i'll just like throw pink over it
0: and i don't know
1: i'm trying to see who did her hair for that because i know david la chapelle filmed that music video and it's iconic
0: it is iconic. The
2: hairdresser that... One of the one of the hairdressers that did her hair back then, I can't for the life of me remember the name of having a brain fart, but she still works with that hairdresser sometimes to this day. Um, just like she sometimes, like, when she tours, she'll use uh, Steven um, Solittle, I think is his name. Hopefully I'm not messing that up. But he'll do her makeup on tour sometimes, and he did her makeup back at the beginning of her career. Like, she's very loyal to her, her team. Um, but for the most part, like when she's in LA and stuff, she'll have uh, Etienne do her makeup, and he's just so good. He just elevates her look so well. He's such an amazing makeup artist. Oh, he's amazing.
0: Top model facts. Yes, I could talk about this all day. I
1: was gonna say we <laughs> obviously have a super fan in the house. What song is she gonna perform for you at the part? She's asked you. She called you actually a week in advance to invite you to this party. She asked you to Ooh. pick a song for that her to perform. What song is
2: it? Ooh. oh my gosh oh my gosh
0: um, oh
2: let me go look at the set list real quick because I, it. <laughs> I mean that it could be any song was...
1: this is your fantasy it could be literally
2: any I song. know but I would have to pick um, a back to basics just for the you know anniversary, anniversary. plus it was one of my favorite albums it's so um such a well-made album. I love that she um, did a whole song dedicated to uh, name-dropping all of the inspirations for the album, um, which a lot of artists don't do. And mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't get enough credit for like the you know very vocal props that she made to all of the you know jazz singers and blues artists that inspired the record. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I would probably, oh. Oh. (laughs) I feel like I would want it to start with I Got Trouble.
1: Mm -hmm. She's got a melody
2: already.
0: Yeah. I I Got Trouble,
2: Trouble, Trouble. Always knocking at my door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back to Basics album. And then from there, after doing, like, maybe half of it, I would die if she went straight into Ain't No Other Man, did the whole uh, opening vocal, the, hey, y'all know yes. it. she, did, she did it all Yes. yes. Um, and then go into that. And then at the end, have, like, the last little bit of Candyman. We have to have a little bit of Candyman
0: in there. Work. That sounds she's, beautiful. She I love said, that.
1: I'm gonna pick a song and I'm gonna pick a
2: melody. I'm gonna put it all together.
0: She's yes. to have a whole mix, right? Uh huh. <laughs> but I guess if I had to
2: really pick one, you can never go wrong with um, "Ain't No Other Man." It's such a good song. I love all the way uh-huh. that she's like reinvented that song throughout the years when she performs it. It's never uh-huh. the same. She always changes it up. It's always consistent and good. Um, I love God, this whole album. I, I, if I were to pick one that wasn't like a like single or whatever, I would die to see her perform "Nasty Naughty Boy."
0: Mm, mm-hmm. We love I remember that that's song? That's such a good. <laughs> yes, no. absolutely, it's a good one.
2: I did not dive into um, Back to Basics, but that's obviously my mistake.
0: <laughs> well, now you need to. Now Nasty you need Naughty to. Boy
2: is like a burlesque anthem. It's so burlesque. I actually used to do a performance to it. Um, it's very like, come here, big boy. And it's like sitting him down and like doing a lap dance and telling him to sip champagne. And it's um she says uh, I'm sure
0: if you listen to this song, Maxwell, you will like know this you'll be like oh yes Um, i'll have to
1: listen to it that's what i'll listen to today. if
0: not we're gonna have a problem if not we're gonna have a problem so she says no you better
2: give me a little taste put your icing on my cake you nasty boy
0: (laughs) hello she said come on my ass anyway i'm just playing Uh, that is all the time that we have for today's (laughs) show fair did you have a good time
2: Oh, I had the best time. Thank you so much for inviting me on. What a fun little uh, podcast. This has been real special.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Angel. And also tell the kids where they can find you online.
2: Okay, y'all. So I'm trying to get back into Instagram. So, you know, Farrah Rise on Instagram. I'm a lot more um, active on Twitter. Also Farrah But I'm also trying to get into the TikTok game. So find me at Farrah underscore Moan. Um, I've I kind of was going hard with it minute. Now I'm on a little break. I'm, I've got some ideas I've written down. And, you know, we're going to try and make it work. So I'm trying to become a TikToker, y'all. Keep it up yes. with the times.
0: well thank you so much for for being here and thank you to everyone for listening and just remember if you have any top model facts or questions for maxwell and me our guests or just want to say hi you can send us an email to be on top pod at gmail.com remember to subscribe to want to be on top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show it helps us grow I'm Shea Coulee,
1: and I'm Max Waspazino.
0: And as always, the question remains:
1: Want to be, be on top? top?
0: Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of their respective trademark and/or copyright holders. forever to listen to wanna be on top ad free and monday early sign up for forever dog plus at forever dog podcast.com slash plus make sure to follow at forever dog team and at mom podcasts on social and rate and review wanna be on top Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch. I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to be on top? It's produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Shea Coulee. Produced by Maxwell Esposito. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.